Welcome to the Upper Deckers Podcast. I'm Drew here with Matt and Derek, recording from my house this time. No sponsorships. We have a big uh, show oh, for you wait, this week. Budweiser bail on us? No, 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 no. Location sponsorships. Budweiser, we still have plenty of Budweiser sitting around the house. Oh, they're sponsoring us again. Um, this week... Or this time, I guess, on the podcast, uh, we have a few things to talk about, including the, um, let's see, the Dez contract, uh, we have some excerpts from Matt's diary, and we talk a little bit of Stars Hockey. Real good stuff there. Yep. But first, uh, let's get into the news. With the men's national team playing in the Gold Cup, a uh, huge victory yesterday in in score, but not necessarily in, uh, I guess, who they beat. Significance? Yeah, yeah. Not in significance, but in score. Um, they beat Cuba 6-0 in the quarterfinal yes, uh, of the Gold Cup. Uh, they move on to play Jamaica. Did Jamaica win yesterday? Yes, sir. In the semifinal in Atlanta on Wednesday of At this week. 5 p.m. Central. That would be 3 o'clock for all of our L.A. fans. Yeah, anybody who's listening out there. But it was a good it was a good game for them to I think kind of get off the their sort of lackluster first half play so far in the Gold Cup. They've they've played pretty well in the second halves of games, but in the first half um they they kind of fiddle fart around a little bit so far uh up until this game. The tough, the tough part for well in particular the US national team compared to especially like a German team or a Spanish team um is that these guys don't play together very much, mm-hmm. and then they come into these camps that are a couple of weeks before these big tournaments start, and it takes them a little while just to, you know, get back in the groove. And they've introduced a couple of new players. You know, Jossie Zardes has been a new guy who hasn't been a lot around much. We talk about like Germany or Spain. A lot of those guys all play on the same team. You know, their their club team. But they play with each other year round. So when they kind of get together to play national team games, it's a little easier for them. Which has kind of been nice that a lot of the U.S. guys are moving back to MLS. They're all starting to play with each other again. Um, but most of them are still dispersed throughout the whole league. So. Is that going to be a problem uh, moving forward into um, future tournaments, including the World Cup? That they're coming back to the MLS or that they don't play together on club? Well, teams? I guess it's it's sort of a, two, uh, a two-pronged question. One, that they're... Po- coming back to the MLS and playing at a significantly lower level, and two, that they're not playing together as much, even though they are playing. It, you know, it's like I don't a double think it's, a, it's a problem for guys like Bradley and Altidore and Dempsey. Those are guys who've gone over there and played. Altidore hasn't proven as much as, and well, his talent level isn't as good either. As Bradley and Dempsey, you know, Dempsey played in the EPL at Fulham for years and had a lot of success. And so coming over here at the end of his career is not a huge deal. Um, I think you're still going to see guys like do what, what Yedlin's doing and kind of get his MLS start, go play in the EPL, and eventually come back. But I also think the MLS is on its way to becoming a, a respectable league. Maybe that's another discussion we could have at another time Yeah, is the uh, improvement of the MLS. But, yeah, you're, you're seeing – I think it's the older guys that are really coming back, and, and I think they'll be fine when some of those younger guys go play overseas, which a lot of guys do, especially half our team, which is German. 
they all play yeah. in the Bundesliga anyway. And then the other part of that is just, you know, I guess I guess as they ramp up towards some of these um, tournaments in the coming years, they will probably have longer camps and be able to kind of get some of that chemistry back. But they won six to nothing. I don't think I gave that score. They they beat Cuba. Cuba who had Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah. Cuba Cuba who I think had five players defect as soon as they stepped on soil, which is a future segment that I'm kind of starting to research about. Um, yeah, they had so they had five defections and two injuries, so they were one two men short on their bench. They only had four outfield players plus a goalie on their bench. They had, which, more, de- they had more defections than they had saves. And goals. They've only scored one goal. Mm-hmm. And, well, their tournament is over. But, well, and, that's, and that speaks to the significance but of the But we did win. score more goals than they had defections. So take that, Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> Men of well, honor, Mike. Sorry. Yeah, that's... Brady. So that's something that Derek wants me to sort of uh, research and... In a coming podcast segment, I'll get into some of the details about... We'll have Drew reports. Outside the lines with Drew Klein? Yeah. yeah. Inside the lines. I, I like to color inside the lines. Okay. I, can, when, I have a question. Yeah. When you cut on the line, where Butterfly. does the line go? You ever notice that? Sometimes you cut... like You try to cut in the middle of the line. If it's thick enough, you cut in the middle. So half the line's still there and half is gone. And sometimes it's on one side and sometimes it's on the other. And other times, yeah, I don't know. Few thoughts on that. <laughs> Where does the line go? So, yeah, what were we saying? U.S. playing Jamaica. Wednesday. Jamaica's had a, a pretty strong. I haven't really watched them, but looking at their results, they've had a strong cup to this point. So it'll be a good challenge. I think the other games. We're doing this on Sunday afternoon. I think the other games kick off here in about like five minutes. Uh, Panama and Trinidad and Tobago. And then Mexico, Costa Rica is tonight, and the winners of those two games will face each other. So, yeah. But I've been I've been pleasantly surprised with a couple of players. Um, others have been disappointing. So the defense Altidore. still has to, yeah, Altidore. Uh, the defense still has to come in form. But you know we're three years away, and I think we have a lot of young options at center back. Brooksy Brooksy's played well. I, I have a lot of faith in John Brooks. I know a lot of other people don't, but. Um, I think he's a really good player. There's a kid from the, the under-20 World Cup team, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers, who's on Tottenham's youth squad at this point. He's only 17, and he was playing on their under-20 under World Cup team, and he was a starter every game. He's a beast at center back. Uh, I guess he still could decide between us and England. So, hmm. so But I think that guy has a lot of talent. Um, he could be up here next time, and... If we're talking about Josie, I also like Rubio Rubin from that under-20 team to be a potential striker. But one last thought on this. Aaron Johansson has been very impressive. And I think you made the yeah. comment yesterday. He could be pushing Josie out of the starting spot. But Klinsman's a very loyal guy. He has his guys who he likes, and he sticks with them. So it's going to be pretty hard for someone to unseat Josie. But Johansson's put in a good cup, and if he can continue that, against Jamaica, and then hopefully against whoever will be in the championship. He could be pushing for that job. So. And I, well, I, I think I don't think that Johansson's not one of Jurgen's guys. I just, you know, I think that he... Josie's one of his top guys, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, in other news... El Chapo. El Chapo. Speaking of South America, or speaking of Mexico. Yeah, right. 
Uh, El Chapo's on the loose again. Joaquin Guzman, not the pitcher. That's Joaquin. What about the one of the guy from uh, Gladiator and her and uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Is that I'm is, still here? Yeah. Is that the yeah, U.S. Joaquin, keeper? Oh, okay. Joaquin Phoenix is going to play. Brad Guzman? No, 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 no that's on. Pedro Guzman. <laughs> Uh, anyway, El Chapo's on the loose again. What is Brad in Spanish? Do they have... Bradley. Do they have... I don't know, Pedro? Okay. <laughs> You're right. That's, that's not how this works. You're right. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> so, so Pedro Martinez is Brad also Pino. Brad Martinez? No, it's, it's, it's Bradley Cooper is his American name. Oh, okay. Now we're getting way off topic. Um, what were we talking about? El Chapo. El Chapo. You know, he was born on Christmas Day in Latuna, Texas. His name is not Jesus? Racist. That was pretty racist. That's real racist. Anyway. How old is he? That's a good question. Uh, You don't really need to look it up. 2015. You had his birthday, I kind of assumed. I didn't look at the year. You had the year. He's 60. So so he escapes through his shower? Wait, wait. So it says here he was born on December twenty fifth, nineteen fifty four, or seventy six, April fourth, nineteen fifty seven. That's a pretty large spread. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he was, <laughs> That's awesome. he was uh, first captured. Or he spent some time in prison uh, and escaped in two thousand one. The first time, and, and yeah. it took him till 2014 in order to capture him. Well, that's why when they captured him this last time, the U.S. government was like, no, Mexico. We got him. Let us hold him here, because you guys are not very good at keeping that well, guy And, and he's committed him. crimes in America. Yeah. So they tried to extradite him to, to Texas and, and do the whole thing. Uh, we probably would have just killed him, but... Um, so now he definitely wouldn't let him escape. No, unless, unless we let he, him stay at Shawshank. Oh, he goes to Riker Island. But he um, he didn't have to crawl through doo doo. He just got on a motorcycle. Did you guys? Know? That was the first escape. No, that was the second. one. That was this one. So there this was, one. So they built a tunnel of this one. Did you guys? And there's video in his cell. Yeah, there's like he, a video of his like escape. Yeah, yeah he just like go like the whole escape. I, I didn't watch just it. him getting out. Yeah, 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 in his cell, and he just goes into the shower, and I didn't see anything after that. But he basically just disappeared. Yeah, he went through like a a hole in, in the bottom of his shower, in the yeah. shower drain, and he climbed um, thirty three feet down on a ladder. Yeah, and they had oxygen tanks in there, and then got to the bottom, hopped on a motorcycle, and took off. Did you guys ever watch? The show The Bridge only had like two seasons on yeah, FX. Yeah, this is like a very similar storyline, like what happened in The Bridge. So they haven't they haven't found they anybody that's apparently tied into this because I don't think it was anybody in the prison. So they don't have any leads right now. <laughs> they don't have any leads is okay. means we don't want our family US, to die. Yeah, which means our U.S. hasn't gotten involved yet. But that? as soon as he gets done, he threatens Donald Trump. Does El Chapo translate? To, well, that's cool. Does El Chapo translate to anything? Chupacabra? No, that's still I'm gonna Spanish. look it up. That would be awesome if his nickname wasn't El Chapo. If it was El Chupacabra, 
I would root for Inkscape. Wouldn't it be La Chupacabra? I think Chupacabra can be L or La depending on its its organs. orientation. Its wow. orientation. Its gender. Yeah. Its appendages um, or lack thereof. Talking about penis or vagina. I don't think Chupacabra <laughs> has that. I think Chupacabra has something totally Is it asexual. Different. Maybe. Bisexual, maybe. Bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> that mean you can have sex with any other kind of lizard? Probably. Chupacabra is not a lizard. Mm. Chupacabra is the chupa. It's not an animal. Like it's it's its own thing. Like Sasquatch. We're gonna need to do some chupacabra research. I will do a chupacabra segment if you want me to. Yes. I'm obsessed with chupacabra. That was an easy, easy, easy answer. And Sasquatch and Nessie. Love all of them. El Chapo means the short, stocky, strong one. Huh. Oh, that's very descriptive. Be a midget? Possibly. Peter, uh, oh. When speaking of physique... To Peter Dinklage. When, nice. He's five foot six, 160 pounds. Ah, Earl Boykins. So, it says here, when, think, when translating about physique, it says the fire plug. Fire plug? I don't think that's right, though. Hmm. Well, so what I what I read and heard was that basically he was in prison for what a year and change, like a year and a half. Yeah, I think Matt just said so, 2014. Yeah, so about two months into his prison sentence, all of a sudden, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? I can't read that on air. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it right. says a lot of curse words. I'll do it because Drew read it. told me to. You're going to have to bleed this out. Be, be somewhat descriptive, but don't say the actual word. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, I'm good at this. I'm good at this stuff. It says I'm a... No. El Chapo. No. Chapo oh. equals poop. No, 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 no. The run above it. Right, right below it. That right there. Top. In slang, it just means shorty. No. Read you, do you know how to read? I'm... I'm <laughs> It says I'm a homosexual bottom chapo with something. Bottom it doesn't use those words. I like chickens. <laughs> yes, I like roosters. <laughs> I'm a homosexual butt chapo and I like chickens. Roosters. In particular, roosters. Love a big rooster. That's what it says. Okay. I'm a homosexual butt chapo and I love rooster. <laughs> okay, so back to the actual story here. So, so, <laughs> so. So, so two months into his prison sentence, right, all of a sudden, I mean, from what I understand, this prison is like kind of in the middle of nowhere, right? And so less than a mile away, all of a sudden, a construction site just pops up two months into his prison sentence, and nobody thinks, huh, maybe we should check that out. And then it took him a year, and they dug down, and nothing was built up, they said, on this construction site it was just like a fenced off area but you're saying you're saying no one raised questions i'm sure there were plenty of raised questions but no one wanted to do anything about it well there, yeah. was, a, there was a house you know they power. built a house oh, they built an actual well, house not, not like a like a living quarters but a they built a house looking structure oh okay More like i guess like a barn okay well and then the other the other aspect of this is i mean that guy could just like say the word and your family is dead like what's stopping him from just uh, yelling out to the guard, being like, "Hey, bro, I know where your family lives. Why don't well, you just why don't you just open up this gate and walk me out the front door?" Like that's how we got out the first time. Is it really? 
Yeah, so that's basically... Maybe that's what, what I read. Maybe that's what I read. Yeah, that's basically what happened the first time. And they put him in a laundry cart. And then they pushed him out the front door. So he got loud. Huh? Go ahead. What happened? None. Huh? What? I said those things are loud. Laundry cart? Yeah, you're pushing off the wheels. Oh. Can you imagine if he's getting pushed out of a laundry cart and like one of the wheels is like janky? I heard his bottom. Like if he... What? Huh? Who? Please go. <laughs> so anyway, pushed him out in a laundry cart right out the front door and he got in some guy's trunk that was supposed to help him get to where he was supposed to go. And they, he does like roosters. He loves a big rooster. <laughs> and so he and his rooster get out of this guy's trunk. <laughs> he's going to hear this. I'm going to I'm gonna tag El Chapo talk in this, and he's going to hear it, and he's going to threaten us. Come at me, bro. For calling him a guy who yeah. likes big roosters. I would uh, say we just I read, read it, it online. Yeah. And, and uh, You're supposed to believe everything you read online. Read on, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, El Chapo sure. and I are friends. Come at me, El Chapo. Bring it. I challenge Jordan Spieth to a basketball game, and I challenge El Chapo to whatever he wants. Are you, are you, are you sure you want to challenge him to whatever he wants? We just found out that he likes uh, relatively Bruce like Bruce. sports and game related. Game related? Yeah. Emphasis on the game. So like bags out, you know. He like cornhole? Not cornhole. <laughs> I particularly avoided that word choice. Because he would like to play cornhole. Apparently. He prefers to call them sacks. Okay. He wants to play sacks and play, cornhole. He wants to play horseshoes. I'll kick his bottom in that. I don't care. His homosexual bottom? I, whoa. No, nobody said that he was homosexual. <laughs> He's a power bottom, dude. It says, it says here, homosexual bottom. <laughs> no, he could be bi. The bi bottom? Yes. <laughs> All right. Speaking of bye, say goodbye to ESPN's uh, subscription nice. base. God, Perfect. That is just that is a professional segue. Almost as good as the one that the cops in Fort Worth ride around on. Do they really have those? Hey, yes. do you think we could broadcast your competition with El Chapo on ESPN Deportes? Absolutely. They need it. They need it. Oh, by the That's way, a good he's, segue, got, man. he's got a five million dollar bounty on his head. A bounty? Who put who put that on his head? The United States of America. We're just like hiring bounty hunters now, huh? I guess. All right. So speaking of ESPN Deportes, man, good call. Uh, the Wall Street Journal recently re- released a uh, story that the number of cable subscribers for ESPN uh, has gone down rather rapidly. They lost seven point two million subscribers in the last four years. And over three million since last year. Is that just ESPN? Uh, yeah, it's just ESPN. How do they calculate that? Because, like, if I lose, if I go down one in my cable subscription, yeah, it's people who are who are downsizing their cable subscriptions. Or cutting who, the cord. People who are so it's not only ESPN well, that, that's yeah. being affected. But they're probably people who maybe had sports packages and they're oh, deleting they're, the sports. Part of their thing, but what got me even more interested in this is um, the so basically you guys know when you pay your cable bill, there's a a fee that comes with it, but they're adding up every different channel, and every channel has its price. Um, but what you do, you're paying for some. Most people are paying for channels that they don't watch. And there's just not there's not that's about a la carte 
option yet. So you right. have channels on your TV that you're never going to watch. But yeah, like the Ion Network. Well, because because yeah. they're all from the same parent company, they basically they basically say like, okay, you want, I don't know, Food Network. You've got to take the, these other yeah. three. Yeah. So like the cooking channel. Right. So for yeah. people though who don't watch ESPN, or for me, I don't watch you know Lifetime things like that. Uh, you watch, you watched Life, Lifetime once. I didn't actually watch that movie, but I know what you're talking about. But your uh, people like me who don't watch Lifetime are paying for those people who do watch Lifetime, and likewise, people who watch Lifetime and don't watch ESPN are paying for me to watch ESPN. We're all sharing these costs, but socialism. So when you brought this up the other day for our rundown, mm-hmm. I looked it up. Would you rather pay more to get well, here. ESPN's a la carte or get the whole package? Well, here, I was about to run down what the, the price is. So for ESPN, they say that the price per month for, for ESPN by itself, not its other networks, is $6.61. The next most expensive sports network would be NFL Network. You guys want to want to take a guess at where that would be? Like a dollar. Like, yeah, like it's one. It's a dollar thirty-one, and then third is FS1 with ninety-nine cents. So is that ESPN and all? It's not. No, that's just ESPN. So like ESPN two is fourth at eighty-three cents. SEC Network, which is an ESPN property, is sixty-six cents. Or is Longhorn Network on there? Uh, it's not on the top 15 that I'm seeing. ESPNU is 22 cents. What know. about ESPN 8 The Ocho? Uh, not a real channel. Oh. Hmm. So yeah, it's but now there's... Because like you talked about, people who are cutting the cord. And those are generally people our age, millennials, who are doing that. And they're not paying for ESPN. There's the thought of, is ESPN going to... No way. Are they going to lose so much money? Do you think those people, those people, they're cutting, they, maybe they're cutting cable, but they're not cutting internet. Right. If you have internet, you can still do watch ESPN and that kind of stuff. That's, well, you got you to gotta watch ESPN, you got to get that through. If you notice when you're, yeah, when but you're if accessing you have, it, like, you got to go through a cable. Yeah, but I, like I have Time Warner. Uh-huh. So you have to enter your Time Warner information for Watch ESPN. Correct, Warner. but if you just have Time Warner Internet... Does it still work? You can still use okay. Watch ESPN. But then I know... Then it's getting Watch ESPN to work on your TV. And so I have PS4, and through a lot of those, yeah. like Netflix and HBO Go and... Amazon, I use my PS4, but Watch ESPN is not available. I think it's available on Xbox. Though. Yeah, I do it, it on my is. Xbox. Yeah, because it's, you know, are they? <laughs> when do they become available on on all platforms? Will be um, when they lose enough money. Yeah, and then also non sports channels, like we said, ESPN's already is six dollars sixty one cents. The next most TNT, buck sixty five. That's what the, the hell is ESPN like doing? Well, okay, because so they have live sports. They have live sports. That's and, and that's the other thing that and that's why their numbers are declining is that no one watches anything else but live sports. Not no one. Well, most people don't watch anything else on ESPN but live no. sports. When was the last time, Matt? I, you might watch. I've watched something, but have you watched anything on ESPN that's not a live sport recently? I mean, thirty for thirty stuff. Okay, sports. and that's I watch a thing. lot of Sports Center, and that's okay. similar. That's, and that's what they but, want. If you're watching Sports Center, you're you're helping them. But I don't watch Sports Center anymore. I haven't watched Sports Center in years. PTI, 
I watch 30 for 30s and I watch live sports. And generally, the only live sports I'm watching would be a college football game or a college basketball game. Because if they have the Mavs on, I'm not, I'm watching the, the local thing. And, and that's where you're there. Yeah, and I'm not watching Washington Wizards play the Chicago Bulls. Unless no. it's playoffs or something. Now, see, during True. baseball. Playoffs, during, I will. During baseball season, ESPN gets a lot of my time because they show a lot of out-of-network stuff. Sun, like Sunday Night Baseball, mm-hmm. it's the only sport on. And so I'll watch it. Yeah. Okay, so the, but, so the, the other part of this is that I think that this is something that ESPN is facing. But the thing, the thing is, is that cable subscribers are never going to lose me as a customer. They will never lose me as a customer because of what we're talking about, live sports. Mm-hmm. People who don't want who don't care about live sports, they'll just Netflix or, you know, whatever. That's fine because they don't have to watch it right away, but if there's live sports going on, but the problem you've got to watch it right then. The problem is though, as we said earlier, there's people subsidizing your ESPN, mine and Matt's ESPN watching, who don't watch ESPN. If they decide to cut the cord, which it seems like they are, ESPN's now losing revenue. And it's hurting us, us who are like 20% who watch ESPN. Well, 100% of cable subscribers are paying for that, but only 20% might be watching it. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to start that shift to where you're going to start paying more. And ESPN... Is already charging six sixty one compared to a dollar what sixty for TNT. That's gonna have to go up as they lose people. Is is this like an average of like two thousand fourteen? I think so. Okay, because does that change based on the time of year? Because I would think during football season, it probably does. Probably goes up or down depending on how much stuff. I think the people that they're losing are not people who were ever people who watched it. But I'm saying like the TNT one, it's a dollar sixty-five. When was the last time you watched TNT? I honestly basketball season. I watch it for sports, and otherwise I'm not watching. Right. And that's basketball why it's season. and that's why it's the highest yeah, it is. price. And the reason but is because the contracts. Up? But does that go up when basketball season starts? Oh no, no, that's a that's an annual average, right? It's yeah. just an average. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is is that the figure? Mm-hmm. That's that just an annual at? average. Okay. And the, and I'll tell you but, I'll tell you the only reason that those are so high is because of the contracts that with the leagues because the league and that leads me to the next thing is that ESPN has been spending tons of money to get those games and what is what's happened now in the NBA and the NFL what's happened to the salary cap yep it's going up why is it going up because of TV money okay so if ESPN starts losing and, money and baseball too true. But baseball doesn't have a cap, so but yes, the salaries that they're paying for. They have a luxury tax. So what happens when ESPN, if they continue to lose money, can't pay those things? Now we're looking at salary caps that have been too high, and now we're playing paying these players too much. I mean, this could all be this could I, be. There's the thought that this could be the next bubble. Okay, so like so the housing bubble. This that the cable. Bubble, I guess. The cable bubble is the next one. So I see where you're coming from, okay? And and that is a result of cable entering the sports marketplace. And I would say that 20 years ago, sports were not on cable television. They were on broadcast television. 
broadcast networks don't really make much money off of live sports. Where they make their hay is during those live sports, well, advertising, no, 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 they don't even make money that much money off of advertising because of how much they pay for the rights. Where they make their, their hay is all of those promotions for their other programming that go on yeah. during sports. Yeah. So like when you're watching a, a, a football game on Sunday, NFL game, every single time you come back from break, you're seeing a, promo, a promotion for their latest primetime drama series or whatever. Prison and then break. that's where they make their money. Starring El Chapo. So what you'll, I mean, I think what you'll likely see is if ESPN as a as a cable network leaves that space, you'll just see a broadcast uh, network take it on. I think the big thing is that this, I think it's the whole cable industry has to see where the future is going, and the future is in streaming, in sports, and ESPN is going to have to figure out how they get into that while still making money. Well, what about the a la carte thing? I mean, that I is, would, I forget, I, what was the thing I read? I, I would think it's say, a Verizon type thing. Yeah, like is it Xfinity? Is it Xfinity? No, but they they have something where they have they offer you like eighteen channels and it's only they set amount per month. You don't get to pick any others, but and ESPN's part of that. Um, but then for me, I love watching soccer. NBC Sports is now out, and Fox Sports is not part of that. So they're still working on like it. Slingbox, like I know Lizzie and Tim have the Slingbox TV. Sling, something like that. Maybe. Sling TV or something like that yeah, where they don't have cable is. but they have like... That's definitely what... It's not Slingbox. Those are different things. But yeah, it's called Sling. Yeah. Okay, so it's like they get like ESPN1... Mm-hmm. I don't it's, know. It's 18 channels. Like, like Food, HG, food HGTV Network, HGTV, yeah. TNT and TBS, I think part of that. Yeah. Right. And for a lot of people that aren't following like say a local team very closely they're just going to flip on whatever baseball game or basketball game is on that's fine that's cool but then there's people like us who you know yeah i, I can't live without fsn yeah. yeah but to avoid this bubble they're gonna have to come up with some solution and yeah. it seems like they're working on it but they're not quite there yet so it'll be interesting to see what happens we'll keep you up to date absolutely always keeping you up to date here on the upper decker i'm Podcast. a news man El Chapo. <laughs> Coming up next. A guest on our podcast. No, I Can don't. Can you imagine to... sitting in a room with El Chapo? No, I would not. Why wouldn't you? He doesn't seem like a dangerous yeah, guy. Nice because if you said one wrong word, he would just be like, and somebody would just. No, I think he gets a bad. Yeah, El Chapo's got nothing on me. Derek Klein. Next on the Everdeckers podcast. Audrey Klein helped Dez sign his contract. Find out how. Stick around. system you know if you're sick sometimes you just have to t- get it all out and then you feel better okay so let's jake you want to get it all out right now i do let's throw let's up all on deandre jordan he's into the weekend <laughs> this is for you you had mark driving round town calling the ones you love screaming f you 
the 80 mil in your pocket wasn't enough i'm like f you and doc rivers too said you gave us your word and then you got scared well ain't that some ain't that some you put a pain in my ass with your show of no class so f you yeah i'm sorry our city ain't a story but that don't mean you can't get chicks in pairs just ask Amari or Chandler Calipari. And by the way, what the hell's the deal with your hair? Man, I can't stand your school. First the jar, now you. Oh, Aggies love that jar, man. Tell Blake about the jar, man. Ooh. <laughs> the joke is all on you, yeah. Parsons has a new seven-foot Indian boyfriend. You had Mark driving round town calling the ones you love. Screaming, F you. The 80 mil in your pocket wasn't enough. I'm like, F you and Blake Griffin too. Said you gave us your word and then you got scared. Well, ain't that some shh? Ain't that some shh? You put a pain in my ass with your show of no class. So, F you. Deckers podcast. I'm Derek, along with Matt and the injured former defender of our English soccer team. Group. Crap. Yeah, I've had a really hard time taking your place. I just want you to know that. They are big shoes to fill, size 13s. And I, I got 12 inches of it. I wear it. I wear, I wear it 12. If he wears it 13, I wear it. Okay, on shoe size, I just have a quick question. Shoes. Is it actual inches? Is that, it's not inches, is it? No. Okay. Really? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. So when you measure a we foot, we can measure it later. But when <laughs> here, but when somebody says measure a foot, I mean that's a that's a that's easily a foot. I think it's bigger than a foot. It's like <laughs> okay, a foot. It's like a foot plus an five dollar foot long. So what? Uh, what day of the week was that? Oh, don't worry about it. So what? What happened? No, nothing. Nothing. Um, when did it happen? Wednesday. Oh, Jared. No, no, Dez? Dez signed his contract on Tuesday. The, it was the fifteenth Tuesday, right? It was the fifteenth. Was the deadline? Up. He went up. The deadline. He went up on a Tuesday no. and signed. Tuesday was the fourteenth. He yeah. signed on the fifteenth. So I was right. It was Wednesday, and then you're making me second guess myself. But Dez signed his contract Wednesday. He's at seventy million, seventy-five, seventy, seventy, forty-five million. guaranteed. There it is, partially. Let what they call? What's the word? Uh, almost. Well, uh, virtually, virtually. Well, he's got he's got twenty in signing bonus. Five year deal, right? Yeah. Okay. Basically, all he has to do is show up through uh, March of two thousand seventeen, yeah. and he gets all of it. Correct. Yeah, I thought it was a, it was a good deal. He's making what fourteen and a half per year. And hey, did you see what it does to our cap? Yeah, ne- it never goes over twenty million per year, like because the. Right. And a half you spread average. you spread signing bonus. 
Yeah, and it's only like seven million against the cap this year or something. No, it's only like four and a half. Is it even low? Okay. Yeah, we have seven million. But I think it gets up to like eighteen or nineteen, but never goes above twenty. And I heard someone talking about Megatron's deal. It's gonna. It hits their cap at like twenty four for the next three years. He'll hit killer. He'll hit. He'll hit ours at like thirteen and a half. Mm -hmm. But because the rest is signing bonus, it doesn't cap count towards that year's. Actual cap room. Yeah, th- th- I mean, I think I saw some type of breakdown. Maybe I can. Well, in the meantime, out. let me just fill you in on how we got the ball rolling. We. Yeah, this is really what it took. This is what it took. Patron. So it took Patron. <laughs> so our sister Audrey's twenty-first birthday was July 9th, right? So that was the Thursday before. The Thursday before this all went down. Coincidence? I think not. Absolutely. We not. went out to Gloria's. Addison. The restaurant. Not, Mexican food. Not the person. Uh, Salvadorian. Gloria Campos? Not Gloria Campos. Nice. It's not her restaurant. I've always thought that it was her restaurant. That'd be pretty awesome I if it, it was. Is. <laughs> so Derek spots Dez hanging out across the no, restaurant. No, 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 no. Dez comes back from the bathroom. And it walks Des by. Des goes to the bathroom? He has to go. Des goes pee. He doesn't, he doesn't deuce, though. Des never deuces. It's only for Emmett. That's twice. Anyway, so Des and his boys come back from the bathroom. Uh-huh. Or I guess like he and his buddy who had to go to the bathroom at the same time. His bodyguard. Probably. Yeah. They're walking back, and our table was right here. We were right by the bathroom. They hate us. Yeah. Yeah. And then with the parents' table was the next one. <laughs> yeah, we were at the kids' table. As they're coming through between the parents' table and, and regular people, Lauren was talking to her mom, was talking to Cindy, mm-hmm. and Des came by and was like, hey, excuse me. And I noticed the goatee. <clears throat> and Derek noticed the goatee. And so Der- Derek and I were talking about it, and Lauren was like, he was really tall. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's like a football player. And Des... And Derek was like, I'm pretty sure that's Des Bryant. Right. And so at this point... And I'm totally nailed it. Totally nailed it. <laughs> at this point, we're all sitting there kind of like, what do we do? What do we do? Do we, do we go over there? Do we, do we, and then I was freaking out like, oh, guys, don't do it because I might be totally wrong and we're going to freak out some random stranger. But right. then we saw him sign a jersey for something. That's true. He signed it. The waiter brought it over there. Yeah. The What's waiter that? brought the alarm system <laughs> into his house. Is somebody in the building? Yes. Dog walked out. He, he knows how to turn doorknobs. He's him. like three feet. El Chapo here? He Uh-oh. can get up on the stairs. He heard you. El Chapo's here, man. <laughs> that quick. We haven't even aired this thing. He's plugged into every computer. So so eventually, eventually, uh, who went over there? Audrey? Okay, wait. First, for Audrey's <laughs> birthday, Lauren... Our cousin Lauren gave her a small bottle of Patron tequila, right? Yeah. So and a couple uh, solo cup shot, shot glasses. glasses, right? So Audrey has this in hand, and eventually, I think it was, I think it was Mary. Oh, no, you're skipping the first part. What we said, Jeremiah. We had Jeremiah, there. the little two and a half year old, not even two and a half. It's kind of walking around, and Lauren goes, "Hey, run over there!" And he <laughs> runs over by Des's table, and Lauren's like, "Oh, sorry." And I, th- I think he said, I mean, said all secondhand, like, yeah. Dez goes, hey, what's up, big guy? Yeah. And Jeremiah goes, nothing, small fry. 
<laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. No, the Dez, small fry. The small and then Dez fry. Threw the ball Dez threw did say that. Jeremiah did not. Jeremiah that. goes, it was a catch, and then <laughs> walks away. Yeah. It, the catch, catch. He, he started doing his hand. Mario? Like an Italian accent. <laughs> it's a catch. It's a catch. It's a catch. <laughs> so yes, that's what happened. That was the first part. Uh, and then the second part. And then no, but then we all kind of, I thought we were leaving. Right. I walked outside with my you grandma were, and my Aunt Pat yeah. and Jeremiah, and we were just kind of standing outside. And, and, then, and, then, and then everyone walks outside and goes, I hear Audrey go, I met Dez. Well, right, I was well, hanging I, out with your dad and Drew. Yes, yeah, so then I got the whole breakdown of what happened. And your mom, and your mom was walking up, and then we look over and Lauren, Bailey, Audrey, and Mary. And Mary, yeah. Well, where was Jessica? Oh, Jessica she was outside. Yeah, and she was over by us. That's right. And so we look over, and they're all over there. And Drew and I were both like, Ah, come on, don't bother them. We're gonna get like there's five girls over there. Yeah, and that that was the key. There were there were five girls over there. Yeah, if we would have gone, like, he would have been all, like. First of all, it'd be cool to meet Des, but like I'm not gonna go talk to him in a restaurant because I'm a dude. Right. Like, yeah, and, I've, and I've, I've worked in the media. I had the same experience at like on co- at college campus. Like you're yeah. walking right next to, you know, big time football basketball player. You're just like, I don't want to say anything. They probably don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I, like I, I had a class with Andy Dalton at TCU, and it was just like, oh, so yeah, and I, I met when uh-huh. I when I worked. When I worked for the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, I actually met Dez when he was at Oklahoma State. I did an interview with him, not like a one-on-one, but mm-hmm. was in the room. He just seems like a nice enough guy. But that's it. There's my story. Right. I don't need to say, hey, you know, I went up to him. I went up to him and, and put my shared some chips and salsa. Yeah. Put your finger in his... <laughs> <laughs> or it's Chilleriano. Whatever Dez eats. I don't know. We should have... We should have asked what he had. But what, okay, I went, would only eat that. There, so they went over there. Right. And Audrey introduced herself and said, 21st birthday. She Will goes, you take a shot with yeah. me? This is like, yeah, whatever. So I, I think, know. Actually, what Audrey said was is that he goes, it's not your 21st birthday. Let me see your ID. So Audrey. Good for Dez. Yes. Yes. That's good for Dez. Because <laughs> what happens if Audrey is I mean, not. Obviously, we, we know Audrey and she would never do that, but. What if, what if she's not twenty one? You think you know Audrey? Yeah, some random white girl walks over and just tries to get some money out of a Des and says, "Oh, it's my twenty first birthday. You want to take a shot with me?" And then takes a picture. Yeah. And next thing you know, Des is drinking with underage chicks. And right, right. So he checks the ID and he goes, "Oh, it is your twenty first birthday. Pour them up. Like, yeah. let's go." And they they took a shot, a, t- a tequila shot with Des. That's like yeah, she got a photo. That's she that's the trump card twenty first birthday story, right? Oh, there. for sure. Oh, and Des metabolized that tequila like that. Yep, it was already out of his system before he even. I think Des can get drunk. Can't before, no, it was funny. He has to asked, do he has to do butt chugging to get drunk, doesn't he? That's awful. That's <laughs> what so is awful. what is butt chugging, Garrett? You don't know what butt chugging is? No, what is it? It's when you consume alcohol through your anus. A noose. A noose. It gets you the onus. It gets on it, it, put, the anus. it basically gets the alcohol straight in the system. Okay. Well, actually, I don't think that's the straight way to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hold it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> when when Audrey walked out and everybody was like, "Oh, Audrey took a picture with with Dez," my first thought was. How did he feel? Like was he like, <laughs> was he like rocks? Oh. She, gave, he gave her, she gave him a hug. How did he feel? No homo. No, oh, totally no homo. 
But as I've been working out, you know, getting buff. No, you started working out after then. I well, yeah, because that's what spurred it on. Because <laughs> she was like, I hugged him and he was rock hard. By the way, did I tell you, whoa, you're looking pretty swole. Oh, thanks, man. I like <laughs> no, your triceps. No, no, no. No, no. So the, so the last piece of this story is apparently the manager of the restaurant walks over and is like, y'all need, need to leave him alone. You know, and he goes, no, nah, they're cool. And then he bought a hoverboard. And then he bought a freaking <laughs> hoverboard. So that is th – this is what happens. You take a shot with Dez. He signs a contract, buys a hoverboard. Can we, can we now Prosper. Get, can we now get to the second half of the Audrey birthday in which we went to the piano bar no, no, don't and met that's three right. of the best characters we've ever met in our lives? Big Gay Dan. Big Gay Dan, which no fault of his own that he's gay. Whatever, don't care. I don't think he was. Oh, oh come yes. on. Uh, we met Pissy Steve. <laughs> or Rabie Can you say that? Or Rabie McRaberson. Yeah. He has two names. He's an alias. Uh, then we met uh, Paul Revere. And Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. And, uh, Jessica Biel. And Jessica Biel. And uh, 1993 Green Day. <laughs> Green Day. The band. I yeah. missed that. They were sitting over there with uh, Ariana Grande. Seyfried and Ariana oh. Grande. They the were wearing singer, like plaid. What's his name? Um, Joel McHale. Yeah, Joel McHale. Young, <laughs> a young Joel McHale. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's McHale. right. His name that's, is Joel. It's Joel Armstrong. Is Joel it Armstrong. Billy Joel Armstrong? Neil. There it is. Billy Joel Armstrong. Billy Joel Armstrong. No, Billy Joel Armstrong. Young Billy Joel Armstrong. Like before she. Down on the avenue, and tapped his feet <laughs> to the humming of the highway. Watched the lights shine down on uh, the broken glass. Take a look back into and thought, Well, I don't got no reasons, yeah. And there it is, and there it was. Now it was clear to all of us. We kept this hat of broken dreams And we pulled them out And when we needed them around So please hand me the bottle I think I'm lonely now We're joined by Patrick Rennie Patrick Renna, yep. Chauncey Leopardi, but you'll know them better as Ham and Squints. Guys, everybody talks about some of the lines and the repeatable lines from this movie. What were your favorite lines from The Sandlot? I mean, I think uh, it's kind of hard to top you're killing me, Smalls, you know? Yeah. But uh, I, I like to say one of my favorite ones that I said was, uh, it's so hot out here, Benny, I'm baking like a toasted cheeser. <laughs> so I like that one. What about uh, you? I think I'm going to have to go with... Uh, L7 Weenie. Yeah, that's a good, good one. Good old classic L7 yeah, Weenie. One. It was the, it's one of those movies that ha that everybody can seem to connect with at least a part of it. Everybody had the, the park, the vacant lot, wherever yeah. they went and played baseball. Did you have that in your real life? Um, not a vacant lot, but we used to play ball at the park, and then just in the parking lot at our apartment building, we had a big uh, upper 
floor, and we yeah. used to play there. Yeah, we used to play um, from the East Coast, and we would play in the, the tennis courts all fenced in with a stick and a, a tennis ball. So that's how that was our sandlot. Stick we ball. We talked with stick a few ball. of the Twins <laughs> players this weekend about what parts of the movie connected most with their childhood. When you take part in a movie like this that, that focuses on the sport of baseball, when you now see Major League Baseball players refer to the movie and refer to how it maybe impacted them, what yeah. kind of feeling does that give you? That that has to be one of the, the best feelings in the world. Yeah. I mean, we got to go in the Twins locker room and meet a bunch of the guys, and we got to meet the manager, we got yeah. called into his office, the whole thing. He went easy on us, though, but I mean, it's we're like kids in a candy store with them, so yeah. it's, it's an honor that to have been part of their lives, you know? Yeah, it's really cool to see that, you know, they, they grew up with it. And now that we're similar ages with the with the major leaguers, and it's cool to share with them because, you know, we're awestruck, they're awestruck. Yeah. It's great. Were you oh, big you baseball fans prior to making this movie? Oh, yeah, huge. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'm from the East Coast and baseball. I think baseball has been my favorite sport growing up. It's by far the best sport to watch in a major league field. I mean, just yeah. the experience of that alone is unbelievable. I love playing it. Yeah. It's such a fun sport to play. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm a big sports guy, so. I never knew how hard catching was, because oh, I always yeah. played you second were, base. No, I was second base, so my respect for these guys is, is out the roof. Welcome back to the Upper Deckers podcast. I'm here with Drew and Derek. Uh, and, and guys, who are you? I'm Matt. Oh. No, 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 they don't need to know that. Nobody needs to know. Ruben El, Mateo. El Chapo. We've been talking to El Chapo all day. Nobody needs to know. I'm here. Matt Johnson. My mother and Rick are Phone number is 972. Password. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Password uh, everything. So I'd just like to share with you guys I, I was going through my attic the other day. Uh, you have an attic? No, I just thought it would be fun for people to yeah, hear that. It just puts like a, it, it makes Matt, the story. Matt, you have an attic, don't lie. Oh, I have an attic. Yeah. I've got a big up top. <laughs> yeah, nice. What'd you find up there? Uh, I found my diary from 1993. Really? Yep. How you wrote a diary I, when, seven? I, when I was a young girl, I had a diary. <laughs> and I, was, I would write in there every Friday, I would write... Something in my diary, apparently. About your week. About, yeah, just summing up the week. Okay. You know, cool. However it was. So I had a you couple, couple of excerpts. I have some excerpts that I'd like to go with you guys and maybe talk about, you know, what I was feeling at that time. I'm so intrigued. Seven, like what, second, first, second grade? Uh, was that? Yeah. I was probably in yeah, second grade. Yeah. I was eight. I was almost eight. It was the summer of 93. Oh, yeah. In the summer of 93. Um, so I'll read the first one when okay. you guys are ready. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So this is uh, September uh, September 14th, 1993. Is that a Tuesday? No, uh, it was a Friday. Okay. All Fridays. Fridays. Oh, they're all Fridays. I went all, only right on Fridays. Oh. Uh, it says here, whatever happened to predictability, the milkman, the paper boy, and evening TV. Everywhere you look and everywhere you go, there's a heart. There's a heart. This sounds familiar. A hand to hold on to. 
It sounds familiar. We're no, a pretty mean? good poet at this age. Right? Yeah. Seven I, years I, old. I think second or third grade. Yeah. yeah. I've heard this before. Well, let me let me keep going. Okay. Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's a face of somebody who needs you. Hmm. Still sound familiar? Yeah. You must have been reading a lot of Shell Silverstein. For I did. Yeah. Big yeah. Shell Silverstein fan. So when you're lost out there and you're all alone. A light is waiting to carry you home. To carry you home. How do you know that? This is this is is Full House. This is oh, this is Matt Johnson. Yeah, this is circa September. Well, okay. Did you maybe title this one Full House or something? I think. Let me see what I did. No, no. It's just called Everywhere You Look. This is this is the Full House theme song. Mm. I would know. I was a Full House P one. I was a. I'm also a very big. Full House fan. Also wanted to watch, want to watch Fuller House. Remember if we did it? Right. Ooh, no one knows we did that segment because it got deleted. But I'm the Full House fan. That's not ringing a bell to me. I don't even. Just keep going, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll. No, that's okay, maybe, may, well, that's maybe, it. okay, maybe you were watching Full House. Maybe that's why this got in your head. I, I doubt it, but we'll. Just kind I'll of, just go to the next one. We'll appease Drew with saying that that's what happened. Okay, okay. I mean, this is this Fine. is plagiarism, but well, okay. I didn't watch a lot of TV growing up. Yeah, he didn't. Okay, his mom so, was a stickler. Yeah, right. The only show I was allowed to watch was Married with Children and The Simpsons. <laughs> that's how I can <laughs> start out. So good. In South Park, yeah. <laughs> Ren Stimpy. Um, so here's the next one. Uh, this one's entitled. Yeah, okay, Drew, don't poo on Matt's poems anymore. Yeah. Okay. My poo poems. Uh, this is called "As Days Go By." I hit the wrong button here. God, you were really smart, weren't you? Yeah, and, and you know, I never wanted anything with these, which was the kind of the weird thing. Why did you not pursue poetry? Because um, I'm just always in motion. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one, as days go by, this is from October 4th, 1993. Okay. Couple also weeks Friday. Later. Huh? Is this the next week or is it a couple weeks later? It's a couple weeks later. Okay. Uh, it's a rare condition... This day and age. Yep. To read any good news on my newspaper page. That's so true. Right? Yeah. And then it, then it gets deep, though. Okay. Like, this is, I, this one I actually wrote in cursive because I had, it was You're practicing. Free, yeah, free-flowing. Love and tradition of the grand design, some people say it's even harder to find. Yep. Well, then there must be some magic. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. There must be some magic clues inside these gentle walls. Because all I see is a tower of dreams, real love bursting out of every scene. Bursting, huh? Yep. Well, I didn't know how to spell, so it couldn't bursting. I mean, Continue. I don't, this I don't, don't let him you down. You can publish these. These are, these are excellent. Right? This sounds very familiar, too. How does this sound familiar? Maybe just because we've known each other. Yeah, maybe Drew's read these before. I think you have read them before. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm just. This is the the easy part. It goes real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, As days go by, we're gonna fill our house with happiness. The moon may cry. We're gonna smother the blues with tenderness. When days go by, there's room for you, room for me, for gentle hearts and opportunity. As days go by. It's the bigger love of the family. Matters. Family. Family. Oh, just, yeah, family. As days go by, it's the bigger love of the family. Yeah, family matters. Period. 
A period. This is the There's Family a, Matters I'm reading it right song. now. It says a period. Family Matters? Yeah. What are you talking about? This is the Family Matters theme song. I don't know. I've never even heard of that show. Yeah, neither have I. Was that on BET? Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. UPN. Yeah, this this is good stuff. Do you remember what kind of like mindset or mood you were in? No, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I was hoping we could talk it out. And yeah, you probably I'll thought that family matters. Is that why you brought it up? You need to discuss it? Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know how I felt back then. I always Clearly, you thought family was important. Family, love, the grand design. I think Drew's right. Family mattered to you. It does. Thanks, yeah. Drew. Well, Drew, I've got one more. See if this one sounds familiar to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, let's see. This one doesn't have a title. Untitled. Just untitled. That's classic, classic poetry. Yeah. A lot of poets do that. Yeah. This is uh, November 2nd, 1993. Um, this one's kind of a little more upbeat than the last few. That's good. That's good. It says, uh, now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down and I'd like to take a minute just sit right there I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air Bel Air what? Uh, Bel Air Prep Academy Texas right isn't there a Bel Air Texas? You, you don't you never lived in Houston Bel Air is near Houston yeah well and that's it was a magnet school at the time that was supposed to go there you didn't yeah I didn't I didn't you're right this is why I didn't yeah, know. So I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you There's why. probably I like know. some wishful thinking. Or okay. Something. All right. Continue. Yeah, so it actually starts out why I didn't go. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. Wait. On this. I know, I know what this is, and this you never lived in Philadelphia. I was not. I was just born there. You were not born in Philadelphia. Born and raised. Yeah, he was. West Philadelphia, Richardson, Texas. The Fresh Prince was, though. Who's that? What are you talking about? Will Smith, the guy from Seven Pounds. <laughs> Continue, please, please. I just okay. I'm I'm just gonna skip uh, just a little bit of it. Maybe read like the last stanza or something. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. This is one of my longer ones. I'm just gonna go to the last one. Okay, so this is just the last part. Uh, I pulled up to the house between seven and eight. And I yelled to the cabbie, yo, home, see you later. Um, you were seven? I, hold on. I looked up at my kingdom. Okay. I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. He, he wrote this as if, I'm assuming... Tell me, yeah, if, I, tell no, me if I'm the, wrong. I need the help here. I, need I to think he out. wrote this because he was supposed to move to Bel-Air, Texas... Didn't, and this was kind of a like if I did. Yeah, because just right before that, just to kind of go through it, um, let me see here. I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said "fresh," and it had a dice in the mirror. Okay, fresh. If anything, the television I say, show you hack. This cab was rare. No, it was rare. Yeah, very rare. But I thought. Nah, man, forget it. Go home to Bel Air. You're, you're, you're joking, right? This is what I wrote in my diary. 
Hey, you can't dispute what he wrote in his diary. It's Fresh like, print. I actually signed it here. The television show. Well, I actually signed it at the bottom. This was my pen name at the time. It was Jeff Jazzy. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Right? Alright, that's it. We should start publishing some of these. I think we should publish all of them. This is awful. What are you saying? Are you saying I, I plagiarized? Yeah, them? you did. <laughs> Full House, Family Matters, and Fresh Prince. I was seven years old. How would I have known you? you you're a hack. Horse <laughs> would say. Coming up next, Matt has a um, interesting hypothetical type game for us to play on the Upper Deckers podcast. Hey horse. Yeah. If there's sauerkraut, how come there's no bitter kraut? Right now trying to do Why don't they have bitter kraut? Bro. You know, Sava is like sweet sweet and mature and vinegar. Is it? What about sweet crab? Yeah. yeah. Sweet crab? No. Just sauerkraut? Yeah. Sauerkraut, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they make a sauerkraut ice cream. <laughs> what? Sauerkraut? Sauerkraut ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what is? What do you even put sauerkraut on? Like, brats? Everything? Sandwiches? You eat it by itself? It's just cabbage, right? Yeah. Just cabbage? It's cabbage, cooked cabbage, but uh, add things added to it. So you can make a balsamic no, vinegar. I like, that, I like that red cabbage. That's uh, Red kraut? Yeah. Red cabbage, yeah. Podcast. We just had a great read from Matt's diaries. Thank actually, you, Matt. Kind of offended, actually. BS. Thank you for going deep with Open us. Up. BS. Now, Matt also has a uh, scenario board. We're going to play a quick game of Would You Rather. I think everyone knows the rules to Would You Rather. Yeah. Matt's going to present us with two scenarios. We're going to have to decide which one we'd rather take. Um, I think what Matt's going to do, he's going to present us with the scenario, and then rather than just shout out your answer through uh, we ask him some questions about it try to find out a little more information more detail uh, when Matt says time we will then each have to put in our vote and I think Matt you're going to reward a, award a winner yeah there's a winner not, not necessarily a loser oh, we know unless Drew loses yeah um, wait what was that that isn't okay uh, so Matt the scenario uh, the scenario is okay Drew you ready uh, I was born ready I got this off of, uh, also from a TV show, Boy Meets World. Would you rather find poo-poo in your shower Okay. or hair in your food? Oh, right off the bat, whose dookie did I find in my shower? Yeah. Uh, you don't know. But if I had to guess, 
I'm going with your guess. Is it human dookie or is it animal well, please, dookie? Let him answer the question. It's, do you guys remember when Jack Black and Naomi Watts were in Godzilla together? King Kong. Oh, it was King Kong. It was Jack Black's. Uh... It was King Kong's poo poo. All right. On the flip side, what type of food did you find the hair in? Because that's very important. Yeah. Enchiladas. Inch. Oh. Chicken or beef? Yeah, or chicken cheese. or beef. Uh, sour cream chicken. Two of them with three jalapenos on top. Now, had I already started eating these? You had already eaten half of one enchilada and most of your rice, but you hadn't touched your beans yet. How long is the hair? Um, it's a good two and a half inches long. Whose so hair is it? It's P- not Possibly a few? Correct. Okay. But it's not long enough to say this came from a man or a woman. Okay. It's just right in the middle. But whose hair is it? It's, oh man. I, I don't think you guys want to know whose hair it yeah, is. Yeah, we got to know. It's going to help me decide. It's, it's El Chapo's hair. <laughs> oh my God. How did he get there? It's his butt hair? It's just an El so Chapo hair. So he likes Gloria's too, just like this? Yeah, well, wow. it's not Gloria's enchiladas. They're a classy restaurant. <laughs> they yeah. wouldn't have hair. <laughs> they, okay. they wouldn't have. This is a Taco Bell, clearly. No, this is even worse. This is this is a taco via. Oh, I thought you were gonna say ponchos. Mm. This is Pancho's Mexican buffet. That's right. <laughs> it it's is. it is Pancho's Mexican. Okay, buffet. I have my answer already. How we? Well, that doesn't matter. Matt gets to say time. Okay. You know? How many times have I raised the flag? This oh. is your fourth time. Okay. But the I'm first... still pretty hungry then. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the dookie. Yeah. Am I at a hotel or am I at home? No, this is your home. This okay, is, is this home. is this a shower like a standing sh- like a, a a standalone shower or is it the tub shower combo? Uh, it's the tub shower combo. Okay. And what had King Kong been eating before this? There's corn. Okay, very visible. Peanuts. <laughs> okay, very visible. Kale. I don't know. I've never had that. M and M's. What kind? Peanut. No. <laughs> Peanut butter. Oh. What color? What color is his favorite? Green. Okay. Good pick. I respect that. And a family of small birds. Are there any bones? If they are, they're hollow. <laughs> can we harvest the bone marrow from them and get money? Yeah, of course you can. Oh. If you're going to go in there and start harvesting King Kong boo-boo. What is the Sydney. weight of the do- dookie? Uh, well, I haven't exactly put my hands really into it. But I would say it's it's between five to seven pounds. Oh. Alright. The hair. Okay. El Chapo's hair. Yeah. May or may not be from his butt. Now, did he intentionally place it there because he heard the podcast? I don't think it's because of the podcast. Okay. I think it's just like a sign. Uh-huh. Like you're next. Okay. Mm. I respect that. But also, at the same time, you guys do realize that if King Kong shit in your shower, that means he's somewhere in your house. He's somewhere in your house. Would you rather have King Kong in your house or El Chapo in your restaurant? Now, by having this hair, yeah, is this a clue to possibly finding him? I think it's a clue to possibly finding more disgusting things that he's left okay. for you. Okay, good. Good to know. Like what? Like a dead King Kong in your house. Oh, okay. Hmm. Maybe. Any more questions? I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I, have, I have my decision. If you want to call time, yeah, yeah I, I have my ready. decision. Too. I think we're ready. So who wants to go first? 
I'll, I'll go first. All right. I'll take the dookie because I am going to harvest that the bone marrow and make some money off of this. I think it's pretty easily cleaned up. Okay. I think King Kong's like, well, I mean, I'm assuming here, but I think he's already gone. And I think there's some money within this scenario. So. Okay. My shower needs to be cleaned anyways. So. <laughs> Two for... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take the hair because I believe that uh, it, it being a clue to where El, Ch- El Chapo is I well, can... it was a clue to more disgusting things that's fine I can, I can deal with those that's things fine. because <laughs> I'm going to find El Chapo capture him and take the reward oh, well, I five million dollars I think you're assuming a lot there okay um, boy this is a tough one uh, I actually kind of like Drew's thinking there that he could, but it's not good enough. I win. All right. Good he job, man. find $5 million in this scenario. I find it a little weird that you're going to siphon through poop. With gloves. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> I got to go with Derek's so. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm going to pull out the hair and finish my enchiladas. Yeah, that's Why disgusting. Why you finish? It's a human You're at Poncho's. You can order more, fool. It's a human, it's a human butt hair. I thought that was unconfirmed. <laughs> well, now it's it is. <laughs> you took that chance. <laughs> All we right. didn't get results back. Now we have them. <laughs> We're all winners here. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess coming up next, uh, last on the Upper Deckers podcast, the Dallas Stars made a couple of offseason moves. We want to make note of those and wrap this thing up. You are listening to the Upper Deckers Podcast. With the highest marks in greed from my cave, where you display like photographs that bleed. And my team into their ivory membranes. I am hate everlasting with a sickly smell I'm casting. Back to the Upper Deckers podcast. I'm Drew here with Derek and Matt. Um, we're wrapping up this episode of the podcast. Uh, what episode is this? Like 70, 80? Maybe like 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 40th anniversary. Okay. 40th anniversary of the day that we did a podcast. The El Chapo told us not to do podcast. Watch out for that El Chapo hair. <laughs> Alright, so the Dallas Stars made a couple of off-season moves, um, and we wanted to highlight those. I think they were positive moves, but yeah, take it away. unlike uh, another fellow team, there's been a, a good off-season here for the Stars. Hey, D-Will. Uh, yeah, they started off, obviously, in the draft, took a, uh, another Russian player, who I don't think is very likely to, to be here this year. I like Russian players. Uh, then... Free agency, actually, in the whole NHL has been been rather quiet. Uh, but they kind of sat still. Actually, sorry, take that back. Night of the draft, they made a trade for Anthony Niemi. Uh, the Sharks. Big pickup. Goalie, a former Stanley Cup winner with the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, 
and they made the move. They've kept Kari Lettinen, but they will have both him and Antti Niemi. And I, I think I learned... Competition. To, they signed well, Niemi to a, a three-year deal. Yes, they did. I actually listened to Jim Nill and a couple other kind of stars, experts, talk about it. And they think this is sort of the, the way of the future. The two goalie system, yeah. The two kind of like uh, you know, there's two running backs on almost every NFL mm-hmm. team, but the two goalie system is going to become almost mandatory, you know, not mandatory, but because uh, of the grind, almost essential. Goalie has to go exactly, yeah. so you're going to want two reasonably high paid goalies uh, on your team, and, and it will be competition, which Kari needs because he's much better than he played, uh, than what he played last year. Now, to add to that point about having Miami, the stars have. They have to travel the third most mileage of any NHL team this year, and they have twelve back-to-backs, which is the most of any NHL. And so I think, they'll split I think the back-to-backs, a, and I think they might just split the season. It might be like a like a forty-two and forty thing, or somebody gets hot. Obviously. Yeah, you're gonna ride the hot hand, and right. it, it gives them flexibility. But that, that's a lot of what Jim Nill was saying was this is the way of the future, and we're gonna jump out in front of this. Chicago thing. did it when they won the cup last year. Mm-hmm. Two goalies that played in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So beyond Niemi, which fixes probably the biggest area of need uh, just from last season. The um, second biggest the area team. of need. It was defense, um, but you can always look to pick up. I think another big area of need was experience, and that's what they did with getting Patrick Sharp uh, from the Chicago Blackhawks, a guy who's won three cups in the last is it five, five years. Five years, yeah. Three cuts in the last five years with the Blackhawks. Uh, they traded away Trevor Daly and Ryan Garbutt, who are good players but not great players. And Sharp's going to fit in on that second line next to uh, oh crap. Spezza, Spezza. And, yeah, Spezza and Hemsky, um, and really fill a need. He's a 20-goal scorer. He's Like I said, he's got cup experience. He's a veteran leader on this team. He's going to help. But they also picked up – And he's, he's, a, he's good at defending. Yes, he's, he's a two-way. He's, very, he's a two-way forward. It's very much Yuri, and he's also going to be a, a power play guy. Okay. Um, and that that power play unit is pretty gnarly now with Sagan, Ben, Sharp, Spezza, and Klingberg. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a pretty solid unit, and I think, like you said, Sharp will be a, a penalty kill guy too. Absolutely, and at the same time, on as part of that same trade, yeah, this is what I was getting at. They got Stephen Johns, mm-hmm. uh, who was one of their top defensemen. And that's who we wanted. This sharp trade apparently had been uh, going on for like two weeks. Yeah, they we they knew um, Chicago had to cut salary. Yeah, in order and so, to afford guys. So sharp was probably one of the guys. So that was kind of known throughout the NHL yeah. that he was being shopped. And what what the Stars did in order to get Johns was they ate most of Garbutt's salary. Mm-hmm. So we're paying Garbutt like two point two million dollars mm-hmm. this year. Which they could afford to do because the stars are well under. The we team. have a lot of cap because we, the entire blue line is like twenty years old. Well, not only that, but we haven't. The only person we've re-signed is Spezza and Jamie Ben and Sagan. Yes, yeah, Sagan's super cheap right now. Yeah, for how good he is, and even and, Jamie and, and Jamie Ben's super. And cheap even and even then, Sagan won't be that expensive. Correct. I mean, he's not going to be. He's not going to ask that, but, that kind of money. But yeah, the Blackhawks were having trouble getting rid of Sharp. Because they didn't really want to take, they wanted to get some talent back, but not take on too much salary. So yeah. what we did is we are paying Garbit, but in order to do that, we demanded Stephen Johns, John. a, a, a young defenseman, twenty-three year old at a Notre Dame. So I do have some experience watching him during the Frozen Four. Mm-hmm. Played in back-to-back Frozen Fours. He's a very solid defender. He's a big dude. I was just looking at him stats. He's six four, two thirty-five. Yeah, big guy. 
but, uh, but they, he's very, they made but he's very quick and he's got good feet. Yeah, and, and so he sort of replaces not in terms of the starting lineup, but replaces just on your overall roster Trevor Daly right. as a defenseman. And also, it's a lot like when the Rangers traded away Ian Kinsler. Yeah, uh, they traded Kinsler not because Kinsler doesn't have any talent anymore, but they needed more power, which they got Fielder. They also wanted to open a spot up for Profar, which hasn't worked out fantastic. But we'll talk about that another time. What getting rid of Daly does is it opens up spots for not necessarily Klingberg and Nemeth, but guys like Alexiak, Julius Honka, uh, Yerky Yokopaka. The Stars have tons of young men. Stephen Johnson too, is now too many. They they have too many. Some of them aren't going to be able to. There's going to be playing time. Well, then we went and out. They and wanted signs. to open up a spot for one of these young defensemen to, to battle for it. And then they yeah also. And then we went out inside and signed uh, Johnny Oduya, mm-hmm. who also has a couple of cups. Yes, and and that experience. Both Sharp and, and Oduya. And Niemi played for a bunch of Blackhawks. <laughs> and, 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 Black and apparently Sharp was pretty instrumental in getting Oduya to sign. Absolutely. Yeah, he was. Uh, but they're all in their early Sharp 30s. also had an, a partial no-trade clause. And mm. so it's a, yeah. He wanted to come here. He recognizes. He understands that. And he's got some experience with Jim Nil. Mm-hmm. And so does Oduya. Oduya was scouted by Jim Nil when he was like 16. Mm-hmm. So they have experience with Jim Nil. And I think that's the biggest thing is that Unlike the Neuendijk years, nobody knows Joe Neuendijk. Mm-hmm. They know because he won a Conn Smythe and he won a mm-hmm. and he was this big badass hockey player, but nobody had hands-on experiences. Oh, this is the guy, right? Jim knows the guy. Yeah, but these moves, I think, I mean, already the top two lines for the Stars were two of the best, but Sharp just cements it even further, and they added some good veteran depth with. Uh, Oduya in the back, and they're going to let these young guys who they can stay healthy to be better. I think the Stars are a top four team in the conference. Well, if you look at it, last year we came in and said, hey, they need more defense. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we did. We got it. Right. And now we've got all those young defenders we had last year. Now a it's, year older. Can and you take another step? And yeah. I think Klinberg and Nemeth have showed they're definitely NHL ready. Or can some of these other guys take that step and show it? But it's been a very successful offseason, and Jim Nill pulls off another big trade for the Third straight year. Mm-hmm. Look at his last three acquisitions in the summer in yeah. July are Sagan, Spezza, and Sharp. Yeah. And, and he's I mean, totally, totally turned this thing around. Well, and you, and you look at that, I mean, if Nichuchkin, he added some. I weight. mean, that, yeah, it's almost like what Sean Lee is to the Cowboys yeah. this year. It's a guy who you had but didn't have last year, and he's, yeah. to, he's a, basically an acquisition. Yeah, he added some weight, so he should be stronger, and, and hopefully, I mean, his skill set's there, mm-hmm. but. Um, he had some weight, so hopefully he can get back on the ice. And yeah, I mean, top six. I mean, I think they they play with anybody in the league. And then you put the top four defensemen. I think can play with anybody, depending on what they are. I mean, Oduya's got a spot. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Oduya Klingberg. Probably going to be one. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Klingberg, but huh? maybe Nemeth and Klingberg. You know, I see those together. But I, I was thinking they might put Nemeth and uh, Yoki Pocket together. We'll I see. That's I'm, for uh, that's later discussion. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I think I think you're going to have a similar that. question to what we had going into last season, which was, can they grow up some blue line players and keep yeah. everybody healthy? And if they can, then the sky's the limit. Yeah. Now that about does it for us for this um, episode of the podcast. Um, we will probably actually record another one pretty quickly here. We've been kind of on a four week or every four weeks or so schedule um, for a little while here, but. Um, we've got plenty of content, so 
Um, we'll hopefully be back sooner than later. Um, one more thing to keep an eye on. Tomorrow is the final round of the British Open, and Spieth uh, is in contention. So Now, I've got one more diary excerpt. Oh, which one? What is this one? Is it step-by-step, uh, step maybe? It's the name of the... The name of the excerpt. How do you know that? Drew was reading. Drew read. You've read my diary. Just real quick. Just no, I just watched a lot got. of '90s television. Huh. Step by step. Yep. Day, day by, by day, day. A fresh start over. A, a different, different hand, hand will play. Will play. Yep. The deeper we fall, the stronger. Okay, I see what it is. We stay. We'll be better. better. The second time we're step around. by step. Alright, that about does it for this time. We'll try to do better the next time. Until then, thanks boys.